Hey, y'all, we are going to move on into the book of Zephaniah today. And Zephaniah was another one of the prophets that God sent. This was before the fall that happened in Babylon. And Zephaniah is another one of those prophets who writes so eloquently about the current things that they're facing, the current things that God is speaking into, as well as the coming day of the Lord, the coming day that we're all still awaiting, the day when Jesus returns and restores his kingdom. And he speaks into both fluently. And we're going to whack through that today. In the day of the Lord, it tells us where things are going and how they're going to end when prophets speak of the coming day of the Lord. And during the day of the Lord, God will send tribulation to the world. He will judge the nations and he will save his people, his people who have put their faith and trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. He's going to save Israel, the faithful remnant who stand firm in faith and believe and know that Jesus came, Jesus died, and Jesus rose again. He is our Messiah and he is returning. And he's going to bring a gathering of all of his people together and he's going to establish his righteous amazingly perfect kingdom and he he warns the world that judgment is coming and he warns Judah that judgment is coming Babylon is coming and they are going to fall but he also warns of the coming judgment the coming return of our savior as he is coming and with that we'll move into verse 1 of Zephaniah 1 then the Lord gave this message to Zephaniah when Josiah, son of Ammon, was king of Judah. Zephaniah was the son of Cushi, son of Gadaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah. I'm sorry, Hez- Hezekiah. <laughs> so Zephaniah was actually the descendant of one of the kings. King Hezekiah reigned for a period in time, and he is the fourth generation down from Hezekiah and Josiah was ruling and reigning and Josiah is the king who was eight years old and he was his father was taken out he was evil and ruled under false idolatry and brought the nation to destruction and Josiah is given the next in line he is given kingship over the nation at the age of eight years old so he mentored closely under the priest and at the age of 26 years old they're cleaning up the temple they're cleaning up these messages and he finds the word of god he finds the the words that moses had written he finds the pentateuch and he reads it and he is devastated at how far the people of god have strayed away from god so he sends this reformation and this book is written before that time, before the reformation comes, when Josiah is king, but he has not yet found that word in total reformation has not yet come. So evil is still corrupt and they're worshiping false idols. They're worshiping false gods. They're doing whatever they want. They're oppressing people. They're doing what they see fit in their own eyes instead of what God says to do and what is right in his eyes. And we'll continue in verse two. I will sweep away everything from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will sweep away people and animals alike. I will sweep away the birds of the sky and the fish in the sea. I will reduce the wicked to heaps of rubble, and I will wipe humanity from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will crush Judah and Jerusalem with my fist and destroy every last trace of their Baal worship. I will put an end to all the idolatrous priests so that even the memory of them will disappear. So the priests were supposed to be leading the nation to God, but instead they're lazy in their worship and they're worshiping false idols and bringing this into the temple. And 
it's turned completely wicked. And he speaks in comparison to when God sent the great flood and he swept away the people and the animals. And he said, this time is coming where I'm going to sweep everything away and start fresh, basically. And he speaks into this coming time of judgment because they refused to turn from their sins. God had shown Zephaniah that judgment was coming upon Judah in the form of Babylonian captivity. And the prophet shared the message with the people. And he opens this book and he, as he does, he prevents, he's giving us three graphic images that we're walking through here of the coming day of the Lord. And the first is the devastation of the universal flood the removal but it's a different kind of flood because remember god said he won't flood the earth again with water and he's he's going to consume and sweep away completely everything and the picture is of total devastation of all that god had created and again it compares to the flood of noah but we know it's not going to be water this time because god promised with his rainbow as a sign that it would not be flooded with waters and many of the scriptures that speak of the coming fire that is going to completely burn up and destroy and the fire of god god is a consuming fire and it'll either destroy or refine fire does both it'll either refine a, a fine metal or it'll destroy and depending on our heart choices and where we are with god will determine what that fire does to us when jesus returns and when god stretches out his hand it means that judgment is coming and in turning to idols the people had turned away from the lord and they were not seeking him they weren't seeking god or his blessings or remaining faithful and true to god's promised and the covenant that is involved in those promises and they're guilty of sins of worshiping idols and ignoring god they're completely saying whatever to god and just walking away from god and they're finally going to be allowed to return to their land and they're going to rebuild the temple and restore the sacrifices to god and that'll come with cyprus as he or cyrus i'm sorry as he will become king eventually and he will say you know what why don't y'all just go home and god actually prophesied that cyrus would come and set them free to go back home 200 years before cyrus was even born so god has plans and he knows who you are he knows you by name and he has a plan and purpose for your life that is going to better his kingdom and this sacrifice is going to be different when they return because this time, so this sacrifice that is coming is, he's speaking of, is the sacrifice of Judah and Jerusalem. Because they are being evil, they're going to be sacrificed. They're going to be brought to complete destruct destruction. And Babylon is going to be the ones that are taking them down and bringing this sacrifice forth, the people of Judah, as they're completely destroyed and brought down. And the Babylon's are Babylonians there. God is allowing them to come in and take over and they're going to enter the city. They're going to plunder it and they're going to destroy it. And God is going to allow it. And this invasion is going to come forth, but it could have been avoided if the people weren't complacent, if the people weren't lazy in their worship, if they weren't, if they would have repented and said, Lord, my heart is yours. I'm yours. I'm so sorry. If they would have listened to the numerous prophets that God keeps sending over and over again with the exact same message years and years and years apart from men who do not know each other at all in Judah was confident that God was on their side because they had the covenant with God. They have a false confidence that just because they have this covenant, they can do what they want and they can just dismiss God. Well, the point of the covenant is that we honor God, that we humble ourselves to God. And 
Then he also paints a picture of the great battle, the coming battle that is coming. And the fire of God's zeal will consume everything and no one can escape. But how that fire affects us again depends on who we choose to worship today, who we choose to humble our lives to today. And this is an illustration of what is going to happen in the end times when God's judgment falls on our wicked world. And the final day of the Lord will be more terrible than what is described. And if you know Jesus, then you will be safe in his arms and you will be refined. And the the prophets close their messages with a plea for repentance and to turn to the Lord for forgiveness because it's vital that we do. And we need to pray and we need to seek God's face and we need to chase after God with all of our guts. And he'll also continue to speak about the remnant, those who do stand firm in faith and cling to God with all of their guts and choose God. And God would have rescued this nation in the last minute and would have stopped Babylon. But the leaders were not listening to God. They were disobeying God and they were leading his entire nation further and further and deeper and deeper into sin. And God will spare and save the godly remnant, like we said, those who stay true to him throughout the years of captivity, those who cling to him. And the godly remnant is is repeated that they are the ones who keep the light burning when it seems as if darkness is about to cover the earth. And if you stand firm in faith today, you are that remnant for today's world. So we need to stand firm and, and heed the words when it speaks to your remnant if you have chosen Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are that remnant today. And he will keep you and keep you safe in his arms when that fire comes. You are held under his wing of protection. And we'll continue in verse 5. For they go up to their roofs and bow down to the sun, moon, and stars. They claim to follow the Lord, but then they worship Molech too. And I will destroy those who used to worship me, but now no longer do. They no longer ask for the Lord's guidance or seek my blessings. Stand in silence in the presence of the sovereign Lord, for the awesome day of the Lord's judgment is near. The Lord has prepared his people for a great slaughter and has chosen their executioners. On that day of judgment, says the Lord, I will punish the leaders and princes of Judah and all those following pagan customs. Yes, I will punish those who participate in pagan worship ceremonies and those who fill their master's houses with violence and deceit. On that day, says the Lord, a cry of alarm will come from the fish gate and echo through the new quarter of the city, and a great crash will sound from the hills. Will in sorrow all you who live in the market area, for the merchants and traders will be destroyed. I will search with lanterns in Jerusalem's darkest corners to punish those who sit complacent in their sins. They will think the Lord will do nothing to them, either good or bad. So their property will be plundered. Their homes will be ransacked. They will build new homes, but never live in them. They will plant vineyards, but never drink wine from them. That terrible day of the Lord is near. Swiftly it comes, a day of bitter tears, a day when even strong men will cry out. It will be a day when the Lord's anger is poured out, a day of terrible distress and anguish, a day of ruin and desolation, a day of darkness and gloom a day of clouds and blackness, a day of trumpet calls and battle cries. Down go the walled cities and the strongest battlements. Because you have sinned against the Lord, I will make you grope around like the blind. Your blood will be poured into the dust and your bodies will lie rotting on the ground. Your silver and gold will not save you on that day of the Lord's anger. For the whole land will be devoured by the fire of his jealousy and he will make a terrifying end of the people on earth.
it says all the people on earth sorry <laughs> so the day of judgment is coming we're all gonna have to stand before the lord in account for our lives and if we choose jesus our sins have already been judged our sins have already been reconciled we are made clean we are pure we are white as snow and we are seen as righteous when we stand before god and he will take us in his arms and he will protect us in these last days there is a terrible day of judgment coming there is tribulation periods coming and we'll get into that deeper as we move along. But if we choose Jesus and if we stand firm and cling to him with all of our guts, we are part of the faithful remnant and he will hold us. He will tuck us into the clove of his robes. He will hide us under his wings. He will protect us in his caverns. He will He will hold us tight and we will be kept safe. The fire will refine us. It will not destroy us because we are God's and he only makes us better and better and better in him and through him and him alone. And God's judgment, it begins with the house of the Lord. It begins with the church. It begins with the Christ followers. We will stand before God first and have to give an account and be held responsible for our choices. Are we sincerely following God and worshiping God with our heart and soul, with, with complete everything in us? Are we choosing God or are we faking it till we make it? God knows our hearts and minds and he knows sincerity. He knows a pure longing after God because we simply love God and we simply want to reside with God. We want to experience his presence. We want to know him more and we want him to dwell with us in our lives. He will discern that. In Zephaniah here, he starts with the people of Judah and how they are going to experience the day of the Lord. And it will affect the Gentile nations surrounding Judah and the Gentile nations are also responsible for before God because God has revealed himself to them. And the nations represent all the Gentiles. The, all the people will be judged, it says. All the people will be judged. And we're going to get into that deeper in the next chapter. But we're all going to have to face God. And what God sees when he stands before him determines our choices today. Like we said, we can choose Jesus. We can cling to God with all our guts. We can say, I am yours, Lord. I give you all of my yeses. Every single thing I do in my life, I want to live, breathe, and consume you and your word. And I want to take in your exhale, Lord, because you gave me your exhales. I want to breathe it in deep. And as I exhale your exhale, I just pray that those around me would in turn inhale God's exhale, that I reflect him and his glory and who he is to every single person around me, because that's what matters. That's what makes a difference. When we reflect God in our character, people can see that. And they, they say, wait, something's different here. Tell me about that. And you can say it's Jesus and you can have Jesus too. We need to spread the gospel the judgment is coming. Jesus is returning. And now is the time to repent before it's too late. Now is the time to chase after God with all of our guts, with everything in us. And don't look back. Just keep running forward faithfully in God every second of our days. Thanks, y'all. I hope you have a most blessed day in the Lord.